Uh, welcome to this podcast on Quadrant 2. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realisation and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. The quadrant two is the left back part of the brain. And in this area, as part of the back part of the brain, it uh, looks at detail, looks at very fine detail and wants order and structure. So the quadrant two part then is connected with the brain. The, when we're using the quadrant two part, we're using our brain's computations, not so much the rest of our body. In fact, there can be upsides and downsides to that. So the the big driver here, though, is for order and structure. It's a, it's a learned brain. It's a brain that, that goes after content. It goes after the detail. It, it wants to know what. It's it's a part of the brain that's always seeking the information associated with, a, with an idea. Uh, it wants quantification. And because it's on the left side of the brain and tends to reference the past, it looks for tangible science. It looks for what is the evidence? This is a home of evidence-based science. So this part of the brain then doesn't take anything to be true until it can see it, weigh it, and categorize it. And that's that can be an upside and a downside. It doesn't go off on any flighty, flightful fantasies, but likewise, it, it doesn't take on new ideas too readily. In fact, the first thing the quadrant two part says with any idea that's presented to it, which usually comes through from quadrant one, is no. No, it can't be done. No, we haven't done that. No, we've never done it before, and or we did it before and it didn't work. So that's the, that's the essence of the quadrant two part. It's a great leveler. It's, it's about making sure that we're safe and secure. And that's the back part of the brain. It wants to ensure that our survival is, is, is in place. Probably the most dynamic thing of, the, of the, the quadrant two part is that it will go to the ends of the earth to get things done properly. And so you know, it, has, it would have a catch cry something like, you know, notice my efficiency. It just loves to get things right and drives itself really, really heavily. So it's cortisol-driven, and um, Brian Tracy actually made a comment on that, that that I really, really think is appropriate for this quarter two part. It's like, develop your willpower so that you can make yourself do what you should do when you should do it, whether you feel like it or not. And that just that encapsulates the the essence of this uh, quadrant two part. It's very structured, organized, disciplined. Runs off lists, um, runs with bullet points, you know, and makes itself do what it needs to do, what it should do, what's appropriate. So there's a whole bunch of of qualities that come with this from accuracy and the analytical nature of it. it can be quite assertive. It tends to be uh, autonomous and 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 likes to control things. It, it has to be correct. 
and it is so critical of itself and of others. This is where internal dialogue comes from. And you may have noticed the chatting that you do to yourself. That's according to going through, particularly if it's chastising yourself, it's going through its thing, making sure that you are protected and that you're okay. It's very discerning and will drive itself through discipline and uh, seeks that evidence wherever possible. And if it doesn't have evidence, it gets quite jumpy. So it, it's needs it tends to lecture like the um, style of the the quadrant one is to express itself in many different forms, whereas the quadrant two would rather go into lecture mode and deliver data and information, and it does, it, it doesn't like to go outside of its pre-programmed uh, guidelines and notes and step-by-step process. So it's really good on developing processes, it's really good on developing uh, policies and procedures. This part of the brain loves to solve problems and, and everything is a problem. That's why you know nothing will be taken on. Like a new idea would not be taken on as, oh, that's amazing. It's like, no, we can't do that. Well, just let me think about this for a little bit. And it often will come back and say, okay, well, I'll, I'll concede to that idea being pursued, uh, provided that this, this, and this happens. So it's quite conditional with its, uh, uh, with its settlement on, on, a, on a given direction. So this steady, uh, structured, stable part of, of us is a, such an essential point because it takes a plethora of information and consolidates it down into workable constructs. Now, on the negative side, that when when the quadrant two is in the extreme, it is very nitpicky, and that is a, it picks problems in everything. It prob it's a problem generating perfectionist. Probably is probably true to say in that when that gets in full flight in its extreme. And one of the interesting parts about this is it wants information. It wants to, to get as much information as possible. But that can be a catch-22 for it because there can be not enough information, no matter how much, or there can be too much information, and in which case, in either, in either situation, there's no decision made. So it doesn't like to make decisions because it doesn't want to be wrong. And by making a decision which could be wrong, that would be disastrous for the quadrant two part. So as I said before, it's controlling and it's critical. And that really comes to the fore when the quadrant two goes into the extreme. So that's the nature of the of the two. It's a it's a mental area within the brain. It's a cerebral function that, that it thinks and thinks and figures and, and stays awake at night and loves to have completion of, of ideas and then it will form them into beliefs. And that can be an upside and a downside too because a belief is a model. Uh, the question is, is the belief useful? And because the quadrant two doesn't always look at the bigger picture, it can have a belief about something that's totally so not useful that it's it, it's taken it to be true, and will argue to the end of the end of the earth with regards to this. And we'll we'll be discussing things in in subsequent podcasts around the interface of voids and values, and then the personal laws that are created from that. And we all have personal laws that are held in that quadrant two part about this is how life is. This is this is my position on whatever you name it, whatever money or finances or or relationships or 
um, traffic. I mean, is this anything that you, you care to name? We can have a personal law on that that we uh, haven't chosen to, to challenge anymore, even though it's a quadrant two function. So it's a, it's a fascinating area. And as we know, thoughts and physiology change form. We have 50,000, 60,000 thoughts a day. And the quality of those thoughts has a direct impact on the quality of our physiology and the results that we get. So this is the quadrant two. It's a, an essential part of the innate functioning within, within our brain with an idea Present it to it. It has to make sense of that idea, and then it can pass that idea on to the quadrant three part, which we'll discuss next time. So until then, I'm Dr. Mark Possels, and great to be with you here on Innate Secrets. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you, so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.